welcome to the Excel Still More podcast. I am your host, Chris Emerson. I'm here to encourage you in your walk with God. Thank you for joining in. Today's podcast is sponsored by a wonderful company, Creation to Revelation. Their material features original graphic designs to help teach the entire Bible to our kids. You can check them out at creationtorevelation.com. And from now through the month of July, you will get 10% off by entering the discount code EXCELSTILLMORE. I am so thankful you're here, so let's get started. So I've got a little smile on my face as I kick off today's episode, because I've been wanting to talk to you about the MasterCard symbol principle for a long time maybe even late last year. And every time I would pull the ideas together and sit down to record, I would stop. There was this part of me that thought, you might not like this. You may disagree with the principle itself or take offense at one of the examples that I tossed in or totally disregard the application at the end. And nobody likes sharing something important to them if they believe that their friends will disagree. But there is kind of some irony to this episode. Today's principle is designed to demonstrate that we don't have to agree on everything and we can still be friends. That what we commonly share is so important that we're actually willing to bear with one another when we disagree and maybe even listen. So all that being said, the fear of you disagreeing has gone by the wayside, and we're going to jump right in. Because here are some things that are true, whether it's about you and me or anyone else. Every single valuable relationship you have includes disagreement. It can be your favorite person in the whole world, your very best friend, your loving spouse, your kids, your parents a brother or sister in Christ, a co-worker you've been next to for 15 years, while you share a lot in common and that's why you are drawn to each other, there are probably a lot of things you don't see the same way. Now, in principle, this episode should be like five minutes long. I'll tell you about the two MasterCard circles, make a few comments, and then we're done. Because the way it ought to be is this. The things we share in common mean so much to us and bind us so well that the things we don't share in common are not allowed to get between us. Seeing things differently, outright disagreements, do not have the power to sever our connection, and in fact, what is common between us is so great that eventually there is hope of aligning on even all of those other things. Now, didn't that sound great? Sounds like a wonderful way to live a life in your home, where you worship, and everywhere. Unfortunately, however, it is not what we often see. Married couples focus far more often on where they are apart than where they are together, sometimes completely forgetting what they share in common. I've seen brothers and sisters in Christ, churches, unable to even acknowledge a common faith in Jesus for how disturbed and distraught they are over some example in Scripture or idea that they view differently. And let's not even talk about politics. How's that? Though you know how often that happens. 
We can do better. We must. And when we do, we will see advances, not declines, in even the most vast of differences. And I think the image that can help you moving forward is the MasterCard symbol. Are you familiar with that? The newer version of that credit card image is basically just two circles. There is a red circle and a yellow circle. They look similar. They're both the same size. They're both entirely filled in with color, but those two colors are not the same. One is entirely red and none yellow. The other is the exact opposite. By all rights, it looks like the two would be better off apart and could never possibly fit together. But they do. While they share definite attributes that differ, the fact that they are both perfectly formed circles of the same size makes it very easy for them to be moved together and there is an overlap between the two. Can you picture that? There is still a lot of red over on the left and yellow over on the right, but there in the middle, there is this beautiful piece of overlap that looks like a football standing on its end, and it represents a common space for both of them. That space is neither red nor yellow. If your parents raised you right, and by that I mean you had lots of corn dogs when you were a kid, with mustard on one side of the plate and ketchup on the other, and you used the stick to mix them together, then you probably already know what color is formed in that overlap on the MasterCard symbol. There is this beautiful orange area, and you cannot tell from casual observation if the red is laying over the yellow or the yellow over the red, only that the two have come together in a shared central color. Here's my theory. In most relationships, it is that shared value combined color section that is powerful enough and vital enough and good enough that a relationship can be sustained and built on. And we don't have to spend our whole lives going, well, this is nice, but I'm still yellow and you should be yellow. And someone else says, well, I'm red, and really, eventually, you just need to become red like me. They don't have to have a relationship like that. They share that orange in common. It binds them together. And while the symbol is two inanimate objects, if they were animate objects, if the red circle was a living thing and so was the yellow, they would have two options from here. One is they could continue to accentuate their differences. Forget about what we have in common. The fact is we disagree on this and on that. And eventually, what would happen? They would separate, wouldn't they? That orange space would get smaller and smaller. Truthfully, some of the continuity between them would still exist, but they would have long since forgotten it and abolished it, and they would become two separate circles in no time. I've seen it in marriages and among friends and in many ways. On the other hand, if they appreciated the fact that they found some way to come together, and it's working, and it's good, I could see that orange space growing more and more over time. All right, so let me dig in on this and give you a few examples and kind of get to some next-level stuff I want you to consider. This is commonly called a Venn diagram. 
where you have two or three circles that overlap. There are a lot of unique and different things in those circles, but that cross-section of commonality, that shared information, is where you find a lot of answers in Venn diagram methodology. Maybe if we can understand how that works, we can stop nitpicking and attacking the differences and start looking at the common behavior. Let me illustrate in this way. I found this Venn diagram online that represented two students. One student is a big yellow circle, and inside of it, it says, peaceful mind and healthy environment. That sounds really good. The other circle is red, and it doesn't have anything of the kind in it. It includes sheer determination and balancing chaos. You can immediately tell that these two students probably come from very different families and probably have very different personalities. But can I tell you about the orange section where they overlap? In that orange section, it says, good study habits, good test preparation, and good grades. Now, the result of that Venn diagram is supposed to be the following. There is more than one way to get good grades. More important than whether your environment is chaotic or peaceful, more important than your mental approach is test preparation, good study habits, and that's where the grades come from. But you know, there are people who would fight me on that right now. Nope. You've got to have this kind of environment and you have to have that kind of mindset. This Venn diagram demonstrates that what they share in common is more important than where they differ. And I just wish more people could see that and appreciate it and accept it. But I'm telling you, it's not easy to do. We feel like we've got to fight every battle. If I don't prove that my entire red circle and every element in it is the only way to get this done, then somehow I have lost some sense of integrity or I call into question everything I'm about. Listen, some of what you believe in and care about is really important, pivotal, biblically directed, crucial, and you will share that in common with people who you allow close to you in this life. But I've got news for you. Some of the rest of your circle is really only important to you, and you need to be okay with that. Let me give you the example that I thought might get me into trouble and then maybe one application at the end with that same potential. I have two friends committed, heavily committed, to their dietary approach. One of them is plant-based. He is all about the veggies. And if you ask him about what that's like, he'll walk you through the whole thing and everything that he eats and doesn't eat. And he'll also tell you about how incredibly valuable it is for curing heart disease and cancer and losing weight, several really great things. Well, I have another friend who's all about the carnivore diet. If you know anything about that, you know it's the exact opposite of plant-based. It's all meats and fats and butter all the time. Now, those two things seem like they could never mix. You say, Chris, those two circles have no intersection. Well, I don't know about that. Firstly, I find it interesting that the carnivore guy tells you that if you eat all meats, you will cure heart disease and cancer 
and lose weight. He claims the exact three same benefits, like getting good grades, as the other guy. And upon further examination, there's more in the orange section between them. Like, neither of them eat processed foods, or sugar, or white flour, and both of them are careful about what they eat. Okay, listen, no hate emails here, but is it possible that the discipline and elimination of poor foods that they share between them is the true reason why both diets work so well? I can feel it now. I just completely overstepped my bounds here. I probably should apologize, but I'm just not going to. The rest of it, whether you need lots of protein or lots of vegetables, is more individualistic. It's more about what works with you, with your life, or your genetics, or your blood type. Can we live with that? Can we sit together and talk about what we have in common and really celebrate one another's success, or is it a constant battle between the two diets? I'll tell you this much. The only hope for that friendship is that they can celebrate their commonalities. Do you see where I'm going with this? If it's a spouse, you and your spouse, and you're constantly focusing on where you see things differently, maybe those things exist because you were raised differently or your understanding of the Word of God is different or whatever it might be, so long as your goal is to get them to be a different person and become like you, you are well on your way to pulling the two of you apart, to completely eliminating the orange section, any notion that there are things that you both share in common, like maybe a love for one another, or a love for your children, or a love for God, or wanting everyone to be safe, or whatever it might be. I did an episode a couple of years ago called Zipping the Jacket. You've got to start with that little piece where you both agree and then work from there. This is very similar to that. I don't want to talk about politics, and I don't have a ton of time left, but how much of that are we seeing in the church? We've got one person talking about this news channel and this movement, and the other person talking about this other news channel and some alternate movement, as if the two of us are miles apart when we're not miles apart. We share a lot of the same beliefs about Christ and our nation and what is needed, but somehow we get to a point where all we know how to do is argue about your yellow section and my red one, and we forget. We forget what unites us. I got to spend some time with a brother recently who has some different political views than me, and we sat there for a couple of hours, and we just worked the orange section. We talked about common beliefs and common ideas and a common love for our fellow man, and I learned a lot. And probably in the next election, we will still vote for different people. But our orange section, our common section has expanded. And I am far less likely to accuse him of something or read his words in a negative light. I feel like we need much, much more of that in our community, in our homes, and as we conclude today, in our churches. I want to take this last few minutes and talk to you about brethren. Sadly, in just my life as a Christian, I've seen brethren divide and split, and a lot of people fall in the chasm that got created by that. And it's so sad to me that in all of that, there was so much common belief, so much common belief about what the Scriptures command and teach in the New Testament. And for some, 
for some, even in recent history, that gets thrown out. And all we want to talk about is something on the far left side of my red circle and the far right side of your yellow circle and how, as long as you believe that and I believe this, there is no future. Let me just ask you this. Is it possible that your religious conviction on that issue is super important to you, but not super crucial to God? I'm not saying all issues are that way, but I'm saying that some are. And if we would rejoice in who we are together, maybe we could navigate some of that better without enforcing our habits on others. Now, you're probably wanting me to give you a lot of examples here, and I'm probably not going to do that. I only have a minute or two left anyway, and this is really about you looking at your life, your relationships with brethren, and starting with the commonality and the shared things. But I will say this. The New Testament tells us what salvation issues are. The Bible tells us what is necessary to be saved, what must necessarily be believed, and commands us to do the things that are non-negotiable. And for the most part, all brethren I know and spend my time with 100% agree, or at least very close to that, on those things. Outside of that, there are differences, conscience differences based on our history and our knowledge, new Christian versus longtime Christian understanding differences. Some of us look at certain examples in Scripture, what a church did here or did there, and they see the implications of that differently. I don't like that. I wish we could find just the perfect answer, but I don't even know that the New Testament was built that way because it is basically impossible that any two humans can see everything the same. But is the MasterCard principle useful here? Can we celebrate, read, and worship in our common belief and then begin to expand our study from there? I believe we can. And if some of those differences truly are crucial, now we have some common shared support from which to work. Listen, friendships, marriages, and the church can be joined now and grow closer in the future if we start with what we share. So whoever it is, whatever relationship, look at them as a circle, assign them a color, you another. Would be nice if they were the same. They aren't. But when you bring the two together, what is shared between you? And are you willing, at least for now, to give that more significant importance than anything else and work from there. I hope that you have that patience and love and that you get inspired by something as simple as the MasterCard symbol. Thank you so much for joining in today. If you enjoyed this program, consider sharing it with your family and your friends. As always, you can go to excelstillmore.life to sign up for the email, order the three-month journal, or just catch up on old episodes. And also, if you are looking for financial advice or future planning, give John Cunningham a call today, 205-913-1720. And remember this, whatever you choose to do today in the name of the Lord Jesus, excel still more.